0: hello and welcome to the my bible life podcast with your host vanessa upkins if you're not driving get your pens pads and devices and get ready to journey through god's word together for the next few minutes and if you can't make notes right now be sure to save download or bookmark the podcast to listen again later oh and don't forget to follow now without further ado here's vanessa
1: welcome back my friend This is Vanessa Upkins, your host for the My Bible Life podcast, where we do life together studying the Word of God. I am so glad that you're joining me today because you are building consistency, and I want to encourage you to keep it up. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I welcome you here. Start today and count this episode as your first Bible study and challenge yourself to do 10 weeks of consistency. You see, the purpose of this challenge is to develop a routine and deepen our relationship with God through Bible study. So pick a time in your day that you will devote to reading and investing time for spiritual growth. I promise the word is life changing But before we get started with our Bible study today, I wanna share two things. Number one, our Operation Download Project. You're probably like, what is that? Well, our mission is to spread the gospel and encourage people to study the Bible. And we have a goal to have our next 1,000 downloads. And as of today, we are almost there. Let me explain how it works. Each time a person listens to a podcast, it is recorded as a download. When you share this podcast, it counts when you share it with a friend, a co-worker, and when they listen, there is a download. That means the word of God is getting out and someone's life is going to be impacted and it's going to be a big win for the kingdom of God. You are a big part of this success. Plus, it helps others to be able to find the podcast. It doesn't matter if you're listening to this podcast in 2030. The Word of God is active and alive forever, according to Hebrews 4. Take the challenge and be a part of Operation Download. Number two, Post your reviews, your takeaways, your points of power, things that you're pondering about as you study. We have been selecting reviews and takeaways from our Bible study to share with our listeners. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get started with our Bible study for today. It comes from Mark chapter 6, starting with verse 53 through 56 in the English Standard Version. And this is what it says. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Genezareth and moored to the shore. And when they got out of the boat, the people immediately recognized him and ran about the whole region and began to bring the sick people on their beds to wherever they heard he was. And whenever he came in the villages, cities, or the countrysides, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and employed him that they might touch even the fringe of his garment, and as many as touched it were made well. My friend, please join me in prayer. Father God, we thank you for this time together with you. We thank you as you lead and guide us in this Bible study that you will place upon our hearts your word and your direction for our life. Father, thank you for teaching and leading us on the right path, even though there's times in our life where the storms of life shift us in a different direction. Thank you, Father God, that no matter where we're shifted in our life, that you are there with us. Help us to trust you in this process and on this spiritual journey. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I know what you're thinking, my friend. You're probably thinking, how are we going to have a Bible study out of Three scriptures. Yes, this is literally three scriptures, but oh my goodness, you will be so surprised how much we're going to be able to bring out of these three scriptures. God's word is so powerful and every single word and every single event that happens is intentional and it's important for us to be able to read and to be able to comprehend what's happening. So let's talk about the backstory before we get into this story. So the apostles have returned from their trip. They're so excited to tell Jesus all that they had done and all that they had taught and all that they had uh, performed all these miracles of healing people and casting out demons and so Jesus said let's go to the other side uh, so that you can eat and you can get some rest let's go to a desolated place and so they got into the boat to go to the other side and the people recognized Jesus and they began to run and Jesus had compassion for the people and he saw the people as sheep without a shepherd so guess what Jesus gets out of the boat and with the disciples, and he began to teach the people. And one of the the apostles that said, why don't you send them home before it gets dark so that they could go and purchase food from the villages? And Jesus said, why don't you feed them? And so then Jesus performs this miracle out of five loads of bread and two fish, and he blesses it and he feeds 5,000 people, and this number does not even include the women and the children. Jesus told the disciples to get into the boat and go to Bethsaida, and Jesus stayed there to dismiss the crowd. And then he went to the mountain to pray, and about the third watch of the morning, Jesus could see that the disciples were in trouble. So Jesus walks on water, and the disciples, they got afraid because they thought it was a ghost. Then Jesus said, don't be afraid as I, then he got into the boat with the disciples, and the storm ceased. And it ends by saying that the disciples' heart was hardened. Now, it wasn't hardened to the fact where the disciple disagreed what Jesus was doing, it was just a simple fact that their hearts were hardened because they did not understand his supernatural power. Now, keep in mind that they were supposed to sell to Bethsaida, but they ended up somewhere else, okay? Um, they ended up in Jerusalem. So, we're going to talk about that, but it says in verse 53, When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Genezareth and moored to the shore. Okay, moored mean they anchored the boat. Okay, they secured the boat on the shore. So they were supposed to be going where? To Bethsaida, but now they are in Genezareth. So they are not where they were supposed to go. What happened here? Now, we know that at least six of the disciples are from Bethsaida, and we know that they know how to go home because most of them were fishermen, okay? At least four of them were fishermen. So the fierce wind of the storm took them to a different location. Bethsaida is on the northeastern part of Galilee. And where is Genesareth? It is an area on the northwestern part of the Sea of Galilee. So, so they are way off of course. But here are some interesting facts about Genesareth. It is known as the Garden of Riches because of its abundant fruit. Josephus, which is the Jewish historian, mentions that in Genesareth, the Garden of Riches the grapes and the figs would grow 10 months out of a year. I want you to remember that the Sea of Galilee is not a sea, but a large lake. It's about 13 miles long and eight miles wide, and it is surrounded by lots of villages and towns. The biblical name during those time for the Sea of Galilee was Lake of Genezareth. And then later, the modern name was the Lake of Tiberias. As we read the different gospels, you may notice that the Sea of Galilee is referred to sometime as the Lake of Tiberias or the Lake of Genezareth. but it's important to know that this is still the same area. Some of the people mentioned in this passage were probably with Jesus the day before when he fed the 5,000. It goes on to say in verse 55 that they ran about the region, the whole region, <laughs> Uh, beginning to take the sick people in their beds wherever they heard he was. The good news about Jesus traveled throughout the region. They were bringing the sick. They were taking them in their beds. Can you imagine the excitement of knowing that you could take your loved one to Jesus and they would be healed immediately? (laughs) Like no charge. Wow. This would be like a doctor's office in our day offering free service. But we both know that the doctor's have no power to heal immediately. Only Jesus. Verse 56, it says, wherever he went, this means Jesus, wherever Jesus went in the villages and the cities in the countryside, they would come and they would lay their sick in the marketplaces and beg Jesus to heal them. And some of them even touched the fringe of his garment and they were healed. Where in the scriptures does it refer to these tassels or these fringes? In the Torah, there was a law that concerned the tassels or the fringe. This can be found over in Numbers chapter 15, verse 37 through 40. And this is what it says in the English Standard Version. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the people of Israel and tell them to make tassels on the corners of their garments throughout their generation, to put a card of blue on the tassel on each corner. And it shall be a tassel for you to look at and remember all the commandments of the Lord, to do them, not to follow after your own heart or your own eyes, which you have inclined to whore after. So you shall remember to do all the commandments and be holy to your God. Verse 40. So you shall remember to do all of my commandments and to be holy to your God. So this was a law and we see right here that Jesus had tassels and fringe on his garment. Jesus in 100% in alignment with the law, he comes to fulfill the law I never paid attention to the fringe or the tassel that Jesus had on his garment. Before now, I never took the time to look up about the the fringe and what it represented. So I hope you find this as an interesting fact because I did. I am ready, my friend, to share with you my takeaway. I know you probably have some takeaways from this as well. But the first thing is that the people recognized Jesus when he got out of the boat. They recognized that he could heal, that he could feed 5,000 people, but they did not recognize him and his true identity as the Messiah or the Son of God. And the question that we wanna take away from this is asking ourselves, do we recognize Jesus for what he can do for us? Or do we recognize him because we have a relationship with him and we see him in his true identity as our Savior, the Son of God? The second thing is, do we know him and does he know us? I wanna use an example of our children, okay? So they know us as their parents. No one can call them over the phone and deceive them by pretending to be one of us because they know us. They have lived with us for years until they became adults and moved away, but they can't be deceived. They know my voice. They also know certain things about me that I would do or say, Or wouldn't do or say. The same thing about their dad. They know us. So when we're in a relationship with a person, we know them. We know their character. We know things about them. And so the question that we want to take away from this is, do we know him? Do we know Jesus? And do Jesus know us? There's going to be some people that's going to say, Lord, Lord. And he's going to say... I never knew you. So let's go over to Matthew chapter seven, verse 21. And this is what it says. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. So what is it saying? Well, it's saying that we can do good works in Jesus' name. You can be a nice person in Jesus' name. You can do and be nice, but still not build a relationship with him. That means you can know of a person, but not know be in a relationship with a person. And Jesus wants us to be in relationship with him. And my last takeaway is touching the fringe on his garment. This reminds me the woman that was healed with the issue of blood. Mark chapter 5 verse 28, For she said, if I touch even his garment, I will be made well. And the story goes on. We know that she does, she is immediately healed. And Jesus turns around and says, Who touched me? And and then the woman comes and explains what happened. And Jesus tells the woman, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. And so we can see right here that what happened back in Mark chapter five, with this one woman touching Jesus' garment that was healed, we can see here that many people touched his garment and was healed on this day. And I just wanna say that we are made well by the touch of God's spoken word. The word of God touches our hearts and we receive through faith and we are healed from diseases. Have you ever prayed for healing and received it? Have you ever been in a situation where you prayed in faith and he answered your prayer? Jesus is still healing us in the storms of life today. Jesus is with you in your new location. Your new location in life could be a new job, a new city, a new school, a new relationship. He will connect you with people that will help you, that will assist you, that will encourage you on your spiritual journey. Even with this Bible study today, I am encouraging you to be consistent, to study the Word of God. It is a good thing, and He, the Holy Spirit, will teach and guide us on our spiritual journey as we do life together, studying the that you stay consistent. I wanna challenge you to get along in a secret place and have some alone time with God and ask Him to give you even more revelation of what we study today. And I can't wait until next week because we're gonna be on Mark chapter seven, Traditions and Commandments. And I wanna thank you as always for making My Bible Life podcast your number one podcast for Bible study. So keep studying the Word because we learn His Word, to live His Word, and to lead with His Word, to have a transformative life. Love you with the heart of Jesus. We'll see you next week.
0: You've been listening to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. We pray you have been blessed by the Word today. This weekly series was created to increase your faith, encourage you in your walk with Him and to give you inspiration to continue moving forward with confidence toward fulfilling the work He has already begun in you. Since you're already here, we invite you to follow, share, download, and help us to reach more people to join in with us. Let's share the love and His Word so that they too can be blessed by the My Bible Life Podcast, currently on Spotify, Audible, and Podbean.